Merciful heaven! At last I've made up my mind to put on record what I've been through. But shall I ever be able to do it? Shall I have the courage? It's all so mysterious, so inexplicable, so unintelligible, so crazy. If I were not sure of what I've seen, certain that there has been no flaw in my reasoning, no mistake in my facts, no gap in the strict sequence of my observations, I should consider myself merely the victim of a hallucination, the sport of some strange optical delusion. After all, who knows? Today, I am in a mental home, but I went there of my own free will, as a precaution, because I was afraid. Only one man knows my story, the house doctor. Now I'm going to put it on paper. I really don't quite know why. Perhaps in order to shake off the obsession which haunts me like some ghastly nightmare. Anyhow, here it is. I have always been a lonely man, a dreamer, a kind of solitary, good-natured, easily satisfied, harboring no bitterness against mankind and no grudge against heaven. I have always lived alone because of a sort of uneasiness which the presence of others sets up in me. How can I explain it? I can't. It's not that I shun society. I enjoy conversation and dining with my friends, but when I'm conscious of them near me, even the most intimate, for any length of time, I feel tired, exhausted, on edge, and I'm aware of a growing and distressing desire to see them go away or to go away myself and be alone. This desire is more than a mere craving. It's an imperative necessity. And if I had to remain in their company, if I had to go on, I don't say listening to, but merely hearing their conversation, I'm sure something dreadful would happen. What? Who knows? Possibly, yes, probably, I should simply collapse. I'm so fond of being alone that I can't even endure the proximity of other human beings sleeping under the same roof. I cannot live in Paris. It is a long, drawn-out fight for life to me. It is spiritual death, this huge, swarming crowd living all round me, even in its sleep, causes me physical and nervous torture. Indeed, other people's sleep is even more painful to me than their conversation and I can never rest when I know or feel that there are living beings on the other side of the wall suffering this nightly suspension of consciousness. Why do I feel like this? Who knows? Perhaps the reason is quite simple. I get tired very quickly of anything outside myself, and there are many people like me. There are two kinds of human beings, those who need others, who are distracted, amused, soothed by company, while loneliness, such as the ascent of some forbidding glacier or the crossing of a desert, worries them, exhausts them, wears them out. And those whom, on the contrary, the society of their fellows wearies, bores, irritates, cramps, while solitude gives them peace and rest in the unshackled world of their fantasy. It is, in fact, a recognized psychological phenomenon. The former are equipped to lead the life of the extrovert, 
the latter that of the introvert. In my own case, my ability to concentrate on things outside myself is limited and quickly exhausted, and as soon as this limit is reached, I am conscious of unbearable physical and mental discomfort. The rest of this has been that I am, or rather I was, very much attached to inanimate objects, which take on for me the importance of human beings. Or that my house has, or...